Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Dee Wallace and you're listening to TV Confidential, baby. Ed Roberts with a reminder that we'll play highlights from our tribute to the Monkees from April 2018 featuring Chuck Carter as we remember Michael Nesmith. We'll do that later on the hour and we hope to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we will shift gears this segment as we welcome Colleen Foy. Colleen Foy, the actress who most of you probably know as Inara on the Grey's Anatomy spinoff series Station 19. Colleen Foy, also proficient in American Sign Language skill set that led her to not only a year-long tour with the National Theater of the Deaf, but recurring appearances on Sesame Street, where Colleen taught the sign language word of the day to the show's huge national audience. Colleen will soon be seen opposite Anna de Armas, Bobby Cannavale, and Adrian Brody in Blonde. Blonde, the highly anticipated biopic of Marilyn Monroe, produced by Brad Pitt's company, Plan B Entertainment, and which is scheduled to premiere on Netflix in 2022-2022, of course, being the 50th anniversary of the death of Marilyn Monroe. Colleen Foy, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you so much for having me. What an intro, my goodness. Well, I, I, I try to create as complete a picture of the guest as possible so that we just focus on our conversation. Yeah, it's wonderful. Anytime I feel under-accomplished, I'm <laughs> again and again. <laughs> Look, you have Thank you. you you're being very modest, but in a highly competitive field, you have accomplished many things and have left and are continuing to leave what Carl Reiner calls your piece of ground. The one thing or maybe two or three things that make you unique among all the other actors in a very competitive industry and uh in addition to I mean look, not everybody can say I know the language of the deaf. You never know when a part comes your way or, part, or someone's looking for someone with that sort of skill set. So, so to be able to do that, to be able to do voice characters as you do, mm. those are all good things. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I realize you're probably under a non-disclosure agreement, but that being said, what can you tell us about Blonde and how did you get attached to the project? Oh, wow. You're you're so correct in that I can't say much. <laughs> I uh, but I have a feeling this movie is going to be huge. I think it's going to be huge. Um, Ana de Armas has already already got so much buzz. She she was incredible in the movie Knives Out. Um, uh, she's in the James Bond movie right now. But I think this is going to take her just skyrocket her to the next level. It's an incredible incredible biopic about Marilyn and we get to see a little bit more of the issues that she was dealing with when she was off camera. We get to see a little bit of the drama in her marriages and by drama I mean some some real trauma because she was dealing with a lot of mental illness. She was dealing with the ramifications of her mother's mental illness. So it's going to be a raw look and um 
Oh, I, I, I can't wait to see it. I just cannot wait to see it. It's, it's, it's a really interesting thing to be in, in a piece of art and so excited like a fan. You know, I get to live sort of in both worlds. Um, it, it's going to be incredible. Uh, I auditioned for this movie. Um, one of the casting associates, her name is Bonnie Grissom, and she's a casting director for one of the biggest theaters in Los Angeles called the Mark Taper Forum. Years ago, she cast me in uh, The Glass Menagerie. It was a production done off-Broadway that was the, the entire cast moved here to Los Angeles. So I auditioned for one of my favorite roles in all of theater, uh, Laura, and, and booked it. And she remembered me from that and brought me in for an audition. And then I was brought back to have a work session with the actual director of the film, which was fantastic. So by the time I got on set, I had already worked with him a little bit, which is unique. Typically, we book something, and then we get on set, and it's like, oh, hi, you'll be directing me mm-hmm. for the next uh, eight days. Or, oh, uh, uh, hi, you're the producers. Uh, uh, it's great to see your face. Um, uh, but I got to actually be with him for a little while in the casting room, which is just so special. So, yeah, I'm so excited for it. Blonde, the a highly anticipated biopic of Marilyn Monroe, scheduled to premiere on Netflix in 2022. Colleen Foy uh, will be seen in Blonde. She's here with us today. We, I'm not an actor. I just talk to actors on the radio. But you mentioned how the through line started with your relationship with, with the casting director that you had worked with before. And so, so much of what happens in the film industry is a matter of relationships. I mean, you, you audition for one role... Or, or you may be you may be performing in a play, um, right. and right. you never know who's going to be in the audience. And a lot, a lot of times, casting directors are in the audience at the theater watching a play because they're looking for people like you. And, uh, and so, yeah, you, you, I mean, and that that happens so many times in the industry. Oh, absolutely. Even um, like the show uh, I'm on, Station 19. I had auditioned for that office. 15 times before I booked that show. 15 times for all of their shows, Grey's Anatomy and Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. Um, And then finally I booked it, and it was a one-episode guest star. And I had some chemistry with one of the series regulars. They ended up bringing me back for 13 additional episodes. So it really is like you put in the work up front. I had not booked for them for so long. And just by virtue of going in and doing good work, (laughs) appearing normal to them, (laughs) letting them know that when I get on set, uh, I'm ready to collaborate. I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to join in on people's visions. I think that allowed them to understand by the time I came in for that 15th audition that I was more than ready for that role. So it really is about relationships in this business and I'm really grateful to have made a few solid relationships that I can count on and they know that they can count on me so yeah it's a wonderful thing and you can count on seeing Colleen Foy on station 19 on ABC Colleen will also be seen opposite Ana de Armas Bobby Cannavale and Adrian Brody in Blonde, Blonde, the highly anticipated biopic of Marilyn Monroe, scheduled to premiere on Netflix in 2022. In general, what do you look for, Colleen, when a part comes your way? Oh, that's a great question. I look for conflict within oneself. If someone is on a path 
and they're pleased as punch to be on that path, and there's no obstacles coming in the way. There's no challenges. Um, I find that to be quite boring, but more importantly, quite unrealistic as a reflection of true life. Um, I find that most people have conflict in their life, and it doesn't have to be a huge conflict. You know, um, um, I'm working on the docks, but what I really want to be is a Broadway dancer. It doesn't have to be sort of that huge of a conflict, although I'd love to be in that movie. Um, uh, It it can be as simple as, gosh, I've I've tried to do everything right in my life, and I'm still not where I want to be. Now I get a little bit of an opportunity to maybe take this path that I didn't see, but I'll have to compromise my ethics ever so slightly. What do I do? So I love when characters have conflict in their in their lives. I ooh, I want to talk about blonde and tell you specifics, but I can't. Ooh, I just I just corrected myself. Of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and that you, you you just illustrated your point because all of us are walking contradictions. Yeah. You know, as, as human beings. And there are things that, you know, uh, bubble in us. And sometimes if we're able to censor ourselves, for lack of a better word, we're able to prevent ourselves from making a mistake. Although sometimes if we do make a mistake, we often learn from those mistakes, even though it may have cost us something in the long run. But uh, fortunately... Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love that bubbling contradiction. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we wonder, do we sort of keep a lid on that bubbling contradiction? Do we sort of suppress it? Because that will lead to conflict as well. Or do we just sort of let it bubble up and maybe take over our lives? And will, will you succeed or will we quote-unquote fail and learn something from it, from it? So, yeah, I think that's so reflective of actual human experience. And the more that TV and film reflects an actual human experience, the more I want to be a part of that. Colleen Foy plays a psychiatric nurse who takes care of Marilyn Monroe's mother in Blonde Blonde, highly anticipated biopic of Marilyn Monroe, produced by Brad Pitt's company, Plan B Entertainment, and based on the novel of the same name by Joyce Carol Oates. Blonde, scheduled to premiere on Netflix in 2022. You can follow Colleen Foy on Twitter, Instagram, and ColleenFoy.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. This is probably a stupid question. Let me ask it anyway. If an Oscar winner is attached to a movie, like Adrian Brody, Mm. or if you know it's produced by a Brad Pitt or someone of that caliber, are those factors you consider when when a part comes your way, or do you focus mostly on the character, or do you focus mostly on on, on the conflict to the extent there is a conflict, or do you focus on... What can I bring, or what is what what is it about this character that connects with me that I can bring when I breathe when I breathe this person to life? Oh, that's so that's such a great question. You know, I just wrapped a movie two days ago, and it was a low budget indie feature. Um, I'm trying to do the math in my head, but so much less of a budget than Blonde has, and there's no Oscar winners in this movie, right? <laughs> but um, but but I wanted to do it because the the script was just incredible. Oh, I within the first page, I was hooked reading this script. So it's one of those situations where the accommodation, sort of your uh, trailer, is less cushy than when I was on Blonde. It's a tighter sort of schedule than it was when we were shooting Blonde. But because the character was so wonderful inside this gorgeous script, 
I, I would have moved mountains to do this project. And um, luckily, they wanted me. So I didn't have to push that mountain too hard. So, yeah, it's always wonderful, my goodness, to share in a project with the likes of uh, Adrian Brody, Bobby Cannavale, Julianne Nicholson, Ana de Armas. But my goodness, if there's, if there's a wonderful script and a great character, I'm on board. I'll even bring snacks. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Colleen Foy is on the line with us. Colleen will be seen in the cast of Blonde, Blonde, highly anticipated biopic of Marilyn Monroe. Colleen Foy, also known to bring snacks to uh, the set of some of her films. Uh, Blonde is scheduled for uh, release on Netflix in 2022. You can follow Colleen Foy on Twitter, Instagram, and ColleenFoy.com. If I remember correctly, shooting of Blonde started in 2019 pre-COVID. Had, had, had production wrapped by the time COVID hit, or was production of the film uh, affect because of the pandemic? No, we wrapped a good half year before the pandemic hit, so it was kind of the last bit of normalcy for a little while. Yeah, luckily we were not affected by that at all, <laughs> which was fantastic, but I've been on set quite a lot during the pandemic, um, shooting Station 19 and also 911 Lone Star, um, and this the movie that I just wrapped this weekend, and um, it's such a challenge in the beginning, uh, such a challenge in the beginning, and then you kind of get used to it. I'm always in awe of how adaptable humans are. We just go, uh, we're, we're kind of like fumbling all over our masks and social distancing in the beginning, and then you just get used to it and keep moving on and, and remember that we're all here together trying to tell a, a story and Gosh darn it, these protocols are a little challenging, but we're going to band together and do it. The yeah. show must go on. Exactly, and if you do it enough times, it becomes second nature and as close to normal as it could possibly be in the course of working on a set. Let me ask you now, uh, we mentioned a little earlier your background in voice acting. I'm, I'm guessing that during the shutdown when you're not able to do on-screen work, you were at least immersed and were able to... You know, continue working because of your voice acting room. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That kept me very busy and creative. I love bringing characters to life, especially when it's a cartoon or an animated show. You can sort of uh, picture, oh, what could this sky look like? What are the, what are the sort of colors that this, this character's world consists of? It's, it's a really cre- great creative outlet. When yeah, did fantastic. When, when did you first realize you had a bag of voices to draw on? <laughs> well, ooh. So I actually, there was one time I was doing a voiceover audition, and I had this flashback to when I was a kiddo, always making voices. You know, I would make a jingle at the dinner table for whatever we were eating that particular night. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one about beefaroni that <laughs> Um, but I can voice one, 
in an animated series. And that's so fun to be able to sort of reach outside the box at some of the characters that feel far away because of how I show up physically. So it's, oh man, what a dream. Yes. It's a fantastic, fantastic job. Yeah. Yes. Colleen is petite off screen. She's also in excellent condition. And I bring that up only because... I know enough voice actors and I've talked to enough voice actors to know that you don't just sit down and do the voice. I mean, you've got, right. there's, there's, there's a certain degree of physicality involved depending on where you got to go or where you're drawing from. And you've got to be in excellent physical condition to be a voice actor. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, especially when um, for... Uh, a video game, or even I've done this for animation as well, when they um, you know, spend a whole day doing vocalizations, not necessarily words, but they want to record you running, mm-hmm. running a little slowly, and then get it gets faster, and then you are sprinting. They want to record all those things, and then um, getting punched, um, <laughs> getting, getting knocked out cold, you know, getting a little slap, um, getting stabbed, all these things you... Man, that is a really physically challenging day. So being in good physical condition can really allow your range, your vocal range, to expand. So, yeah, it's important how the body and the voice and every part of the instrument works together. Colleen Foy will soon be seen in Blonde Blonde, the highly anticipated biopic of Marilyn Monroe that is scheduled to premiere on Netflix in 2022. You can follow Colleen Foy Twitter, Instagram, ColleenFoy.com. This is apropos of nothing, but we are talking to Colleen on November 9th. Uh, November 10th, 1969 was the premiere date of Sesame Street, so I think it's kind of appropriate that we're talking to Colleen uh, within the anniversary date of Sesame Street. How did you come to be involved with Sesame Street? Well, that's one of my very favorite jobs and probably always will be. Um, I was touring with a uh, with the National Theater of the Desk. We were doing a production and uh, an adaptation of Alice in Wonderland, and the producers from Sesame Street saw what we were doing and invited us to be guests. So we went and shot five different segments teaching the sign language word of the day to their huge audience, and it was a blast from start to finish. I still can't believe that I was on Sesame Street. I posted a photo on my Instagram yesterday of me with Big Bird because he's come out as being a fan of science, Mm -hmm. Big Bird. And it was with Carol Finney, who has passed away since I filmed Sesame Street, but he did the voice and he was in the suit and it was just fantastic. Oh my gosh, what, what a legendary show. And to be a part of something so special is something I will never, ever take for granted. It's also the one thing I did that my grandmother was able to see before she passed away. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so, um, and of course it's recognizable. It's not like I was like showing her something that would never see the light of day and it was poor lighting and poor sound. It was Sesame Street. So to remember that she saw that and he, remember the conversation we had about it will always be so valuable to me. Colleen Foy is on the line with us. Colleen Foy, the actress who plays Inara on Station 19 and one of the stars of the upcoming Marilyn Monroe biopic, Blonde. We'll talk some more with Colleen after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. This Week in TV History now has its own podcast. You can enjoy This Week in TV History with Tony Figueroa 
on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you find podcasts. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415 415- 886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.